three, two, one, and action. In many a centuries comes a messenger, a prophet with a message that will change your life. It's been a long time since we've been waiting for one messenger that will tell us how do we deal with this life when we really don't know what the future holds for us. There is one man who's sitting with me today on What's Your Mantra. He is the guru that we need. Please give it up for Baba Nihilanand. Baba Nihilanand. <laughs> Namaskar. Namaskar. That's the most natural beard I've ever seen, sir. Absolutely. This is, a, this is your own. Yes, it's, it's, it's your own. Basically, you bought it, but it's your own. Absolutely. Before we even move on, can you give us the message that you've come to give us to all these people who are watching us? Simple. Live life, don't give it. That's it. Like live life, don't give it, don't give birth to children. Don't give birth to anyone or anything or don't breed animals, nothing. Just be, enjoy your life and let it fade out. Baba Neelanan, you're saying that all the people who are planning to have children should not have children now. Should not, because if most of, most people look inside themselves, they will realize that they don't really need or want children. Right, the biological need is always to have sex. It's not really about children. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Neel Anand, people would love to know who is the man behind this beard so that we can actually introduce the man who introduced us to this wonderful concept of antinatalism. Can we see the man behind the beard? With pleasure. With uh -huh, pleasure. Here comes the man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my dear friend, Raphael Samuel. And I'm keeping it here as a center. Right in the center. <laughs> the man behind this beard, uh, Raphael, has uh, been in the news for all the wonderful reasons. The first time I heard about him was when uh, I found out that there's a boy who's actually had, uh, who's actually put a lawsuit against his parents uh, because he asked them a simple question. Where was the consent before you gave birth to me? And uh, since then, it's been a long, long ride. Um, Raphael, first of all, uh, we want to talk about your concept of antinatalism. A lot of people in India would not really get a hang of it or would not really know about this thing. Antinatalism, what is the concept? Hai? So the common thing is natalism. They say uh, have children. Okay, hmm. and it can be extended to natalist policies when it comes to countries. Hmm. You have two children, three children, or Israel has like as many children as you want, and they pay you for it. Then comes antinatalism, where they say, "Why are you even having children?" We basically assign a negative position to birth because there is there's so much suffering. There is hunger. Everyone feels hunger. It doesn't matter if it's the richest man on earth. He's feeling hunger at some point of time. Yeah, you feel so many negative emotions, and you're basically living in a hole, and you're trying to get to the ground. All your life. Mm. It does not matter how rich you are. True, man. You know? yeah, true, true, absolutely. And you came up with this antinatalism. You didn't come up with antinatalism, was always there. But um, you told the world about this concept in India at least. And uh, uh, sometimes it must have backfired, bro. What happened to you when you actually, uh, you know, put a case against your parents? Uh, how did they react to it? I mean, initially they were chill. Okay, and uh, as as most Indian parents, they try and be chill, as chill as possible. But then what happens is when too many people start talking to them, you know, and they keep asking them, Arey, kya hua? Tere beta, tere beta, whatever, your, your kid is crazy. And then it sort of affects them and then it sort of blows up. So I have paid a personal price for it. Okay, and uh, thankfully I've got a lot of friends, a lot of uh, people who really care for me around the world. But yeah, there has been a price from the family point of view. 
It was me who's just questioning life, questioning you, you know. And if you can't take it, that's your problem. I mean, you'd rather have someone who goes to Harvard and will be a slave for all his life. But I'm not going to do that. But how did the name Nihilanand come to you? What is Nihilanand? It's an extension of nihilism? Yeah, it is an extension. So, I believe that eventually everything is nothing, right? And it has no significance and the sun is going to eat everything up. So, why are we even bothering with trying to, you know, live good lives? I'm not saying live foolishly. But at least just realize that it's all ending. So, why are you even starting anything? That's where nihil, nihilism comes from and Anand comes from joy. Yeah. You know, most people, uh, most of these Babas have Anand at the end. Yeah, true that man. But Baba, Baba Nihil Anand, uh, of course we talk about it in a light-hearted manner and it's all fun and games. But it is true bro that this country is exploding with population. And uh, I think most of the problems that India has can be traced down to its population problem itself. You know, uh, may that be extreme traffic, may that be... Uh, 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 the prices that are soaring or may that be pollution any and every problem one can think of in the country a civic problem can be traced back to uh, population also do you really think India is paying a price because of uh, the exploding population massive price I mean if you see uh, if I have to get into some statistics like when you talk about government jobs there are, there are like 10 times the people who are applying for it then there are jobs right and people literally just do not have jobs and then it goes to uh, like, you know, everywhere in the villages, just no, everyone's working for 10 and 15,000 rupees. So it's obviously a clear thing of demand and supply. There is just no supply, you know. Yeah, true that, man. Going down in the West, you would go and see that... Uh, even for the most basic uh, services, uh, the people who provide those services, they get a good amount, they can make a good yes. living out of it. Because there are too many of us around over here. But uh, is, was population always on your mind when you spoke about antinatalism or was that just one of the byproducts or one of the issues that uh, the country faces? That is definitely one of the byproducts. See, antinatalism is an issue that takes everything, all issues. It takes climate change, it takes... It You're saying climate change is also because of... Uh, of course, climate change, man. Right. Climate change is happening also because we are giving birth to too many children. Correct. That is, yeah. that is the basic this. I mean, we are also consuming a lot. You know, I mean, and uh, there is... Uh, uh, too much consumption with certain, you know, the 1% or the 10%, the top 10%. Yes, I agree with that. But then how are they getting those things? We are producing them. The poor are producing them. Mm. So if that that system was not created, then there would be not as much climate change. There would be eventually, but not at the rate that we are doing it. Bro, India, sometimes children are planned in world mein hi planned hai, that these are actually this is a statement given by the UN that about 54% I think are not planned but I mean it's about time that we realize you know that okay it, it's not about poverty it, poor people do have uh, the awareness they do have the ability to go to this you know it's just a question of being more aggressive about it they are they're like oh ho gaya paida kya, kya kare aap? you know that kind of attitude is there and hamare toh, pehle bhi, most of the time it was the more 
hands, uh, the more mouths to feed, but more hands to work. Isn't yes. it? I mean, I think we are beyond that because you don't need. So you are, in a way, you're you're, you're giving birth to uh, people to work for you. Absolutely, it is slave labor. It is essentially slave labor. At at least until hundred years ago, it was always slave labor. It was always okay. Now the kids will work, but now in the industrial revolution, now what kids? You know, and even if you have, if even if you need slave labor, you have half an acre in India, uh, and the average farmer is like half an acre or something. How many people are you going to what on what are you going to work? Yeah, true that man, and uh, come to think of it, also that uh, if most of the people who are giving birth without the knowledge of, or without actually the kind of awareness that what will they do once they are born, m most of the children suffer because of the bad decisions of parents, don't they? Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't even seem to be a decision. It's just, hey, ho kya? You know, it's like I don't know. You put more thought into buying a car. You know, and they just don't, they're like, Are, ho gaya, aa gaya, okay. You know, there's no zero thought. It's not even a decision. It just happens. What about the joy that a parent uh, receives of giving birth to a child, of seeing their child grow in front of them? How, why do you want to take away the joy from them? That is not joy, that is ego. You don't love the child because he's a child. You love the child because he's your child. <laughs> Expand more on that. So basically, see, if you love children, right, you'll never give birth to one. Firstly, secondly, if you really love children and want to have them in your environment, you'll adopt them, you know, and you'll make sure that that child is taken care of. What you're looking for is your ego, my genes, my diabetes, my everything should go to that kid. My diabetes. <laughs> yeah, in a way, a child is uh, almost like an extension of the parent, but it's not a positive word. It should be the other way around because uskin uh, individuality kuch nahi hai. What about parents living their lives through their children, well, their dreams being fulfilled by them? Those are the bottom of the garbage pile. <laughs> like those just dump them somewhere. I don't know. You know, and those children. Main nahi kar paaya, tu karega mera sapna. Haan, haan. And and what what I really loved about this campaign was you know the the guilty pleasure. A lot of kids came up to me and they said, now I will show my parents. They have they've made me do IIT since I was seven. Now I'm going to show what you know. I'm I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to earn my own money. And that pleasure. You know, and that the uh, number of parents that were angry that my child is not listening to me. I say, bhukto, tumko bhugatna padega so that the next generation knows not to have kids. Yeah, true that. And uh, but uh, and and what about the parents who कहते ना कि हमारे बुढ़ापे की लाठी हो तुम that we gave birth to you so that you could take care of us when we were old or when we needed you. Well, have you seen an old age home? Where where is the Buddha Peki Lati? They all have kids. I mean, most of them have kids. That's one issue. Secondly, you have insurance. Okay, keep your money to yourself. The, your only friend is your money. All these kids, you never know how they'll turn out. It does not matter how you raise them. It's a cold question of nature versus nurture. That's all bullshit. Finally, if the child is selfish, and most Indians raise the child to be selfish, they're like, "Nay, tum jaoge, IIT mein fir kamaoge paisa for whom? For you, na?" So the the point is that. First, they are, they raise their child to go abroad, mm. and then they complain, "Arey, mera beta mere saath nahi hai." What? What kind of messaging is this? You know. <laughs> well, true, true on that front also. But a lot of parents would, you know, turn around and say that this is what God made us to do: to procreate, to expand. This is how the world progresses. You know, cells split into two, two to four, four to eight, eight to sixteen. That's what nature has taught us to do. That's what the animals do. That's what uh, humans would be doing too. Okay, so one issue is: Are you comparing yourself to animals? You're saying, "Oh, I'm. Uh, we are better than the animals." Then you said, "Oh, nature, no, no. Nature makes us do this. Mandates that we do it." 
nature mandates that you stay in a jungle. Why? What are we doing in a studio? What are we doing in a building? That is one issue. And secondly, uh, nature also tries to keep a balance. Mm. Right? When when a cell uh, uh, multiplies too much, it's called cancer. Simple. So you think you're saying, Raphael, that. Uh children or giving birth is a cancer to nature is in a way uh, spreading like a virus in the society at this stage absolutely the amount we are consuming the amount each child at a base level consumes is massive and we are already in overshoot the, the earth is already every 28th july or something we've used all 100 percent of the resources that are available for that year and the rest is just exploited more from nature so when this at some point is going to end so that is what can that's what something cancerous is when it just spreads too much and consumes too much from the body humans are the cancer for planet earth absolutely and for themselves forget planet earth they will die earth will live uh, uh, rafael you uh, you spoke of consent mm -hmm. and uh, this has been a concept jiske bare mein a lot of people have been talking all across the globe that uh, you know you need to take the child's consent before he was born but how is that even technically possible man like for example you uh, went ahead and uh, filed a uh, lawsuit against your parents by asking the same question that you know where was the consent before i was born but how can you take the consent of someone who isn't even born yet correct so it is an absurd question and the question is very logical it says if you can't take consent which you can't right then don't have the kid it's that simple it's like if there is so there is a woman right and she is not in the sense of she was drunk hmm. and she is not conscious that essentially she's not right and i can do whatever i want to her can i no because she was not so now the question to the court was of course i cannot ask such a question to the court but the question was simple now that i am 18 now what do we do i am not giving you my consent i am not giving the consent to live would you give me euthanasia would you give me uh, a stipend from my parents what is the solution now you spoke of euthanasia euthanasia as a concept is where you can take your own life willfully it's not a suicide it's euthanasia how assisted, do you assisted suicide assisted suicide yes. you actually said that euthanasia should be allowed not only in india but all over the world it should be see our lives are our lives the only reason that they are stopping you from ending it uh, and this is a very new concept uh, earlier people it was not such a big thing but uh, then of course religions sort of said no you know uh, uh, killing yourself is a wrong is wrong but uh, you must we as as we evolve as a society we must realize that our lives are our lives okay Ev everything else is just social rhetoric that they are trying to tell you oh no but your life is valuable no your life is valuable for them okay and society themselves really hopes that a lot of people don't live okay elder people handicap people you ask anyone they may say that oh we love these people that's rubbish they they are essentially in most people's minds a liability and they are a liability in their own minds you know so <laughs> Come to think of it, all the children that you see uh, in India or around the world who are living not such great lives, you know, born to uh, parents who themselves did not uh, know how to live their own lives and now giving birth to children, uh, should be able to, you know, almost fight against their parents in the court of law to turn around and say that why did you give me such a life and why do i have to suffer because of your misdoings absolutely they should be that is exactly what my case was about you know and more than that i knew that the case itself would not succeed but what happens is it creates a movement and in maybe 20 years people will be able to say okay 
you know th there was a problem like for example i just read uh, the next week in mumbai is going to be worse the aqi is going to be worse than in delhi right and now you have in the constitution uh, the constitution says right to life and right to life has good air hmm. how can you have me in this is that simple you you're essentially destroying my right to life do you think people are even uh, there should be a there should be a course or some sort of a, a process that uh, a couple should go through before they oh yes give birth to a child there was a goan uh, mla who suggested that and they shot him up like what a beautiful they, he said uh, they should have 6 months of counseling before they even get married forget having a child and it's such a beautiful idea but people will not uh, this because marriage is a very animalistic thing you know it's like oh i want to get married now you know who are you to stop me who are you to stop me from having a child so that's a long fight but if it's possible that'd be amazing mm -hmm. china recently had a policy where they were saying that you can't have more than two children mm -hmm. and uh, it uh, worked well for them and india surpassed them and became the most popular uh, country in the world but now china is making a u turn at right. this point of time and they are actually paying their uh, citizens to have more children what do you think has gone wrong over there Oh, see, when you force someone to have, it was a one-child policy. One-child uh, policy. When yeah. you have, when you force someone to not have kids, right? There, it is always going to be some sort of adverse effect. Hmm. Forcing a population always has an adverse effect. You have to convince them. You can, you know, uh, make them richer and more educated, and that that naturally sort of ends up. But then, if you force them, then it just becomes a sort of it becomes a revenge sort of thing. So now they don't have people. Hmm. That's good. I mean, I believe that's good. But then they are worried about their economy and how they're going to defend their. Because state. that's exactly what came across with Japan also that the uh, the number of um, senior citizens in the country has begun to uh, rise. Right. And uh, the entire pressure is on that younger generation to not only support themselves but also to support the the senior citizen population, the ones who have retired. Mm. In a way, the youngsters are paying for the oldies to go ahead and continue to live the way they want to live absolutely it's a complete ponzi scheme <laughs> <laughs> i mean life is a ponzi scheme you know like oh my child will give me meaning and then that child is there and then he oh my child will give me meaning uh -huh. so at a country level it's like my child will fund my retirement so then his child will fund his retirement like, what is this get out of this childish rubbish here. the concept of family not only provided by uh, uh, the society the religion uh, uh, gods everybody who has uh, uh, you know created a road map of what a happy family looks like mm -hmm. and that is that has children involved in them how do you look at that like uh, how how does a society move away from it whereas that has to be in the way to be, live all their lives i think that's already changing uh, because what's happening is politicians keep saying families 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 but if you look at the uh, some politicians say more children more votes for them absolutely absolutely that's the game they are playing but uh, i think companies are responding very appropriately because they realize that finally it's all about money so uh, i saw a recent thing with one of the insurance companies where they were like they actually advertised a family as a man woman and dog you know so uh, indian and i was like wow this is this is interesting so that idea is changing there was another there's so many there was one where they uh, plan to adopt and there's this whole you know build up up to the adoption and then they finally go to a cat home and then just adopt a cat you know so that is coming and that idea was already there it's just that when i came it sort of exploded on the scene so you know way in a way couples or people are just looking 
towards something or someone who they can invest their lives into. You are saying that may that be a child, replace that and replace them with a pet or something else, adopt a child who you can invest yourself into because I think that has become a basic human nature of giving back to the society or giving into someone. Is that the way? I think it's a basic need for human connection. And you know what happens is, uh, especially in the child-free community, a lot of a uh, lot of their friends they lose friends to children because everyone's talking about nappy and this and that. And the the, the guys like, dude, I went to Egypt and I jumped from eighteen thousand feet. Like, you know, there's no comparison. What can you talk to that guy? And the child-free guys are living their lives, and uh, these people are you know cleaning shit essentially. So that loneliness sort of translates into this, you know, okay, I'll, I'll have a pet or, uh, you know, we'll group together, child-free people will group together, whatever. It, it eventually leads to that, yes. How did India turn out to be such a populous country? How did we give, manage to give birth to so many children? I don't think India is such a, I don't think India is such a horny country. I don't know whether oh, they are very. or whether they are. I don't know I about think, this uh, thing. I mean, if you ask most Western women and or you go into their DMs, it's a very horny country. <laughs> <laughs> Where do Indians find time to have sex, man? Oh, there's a lot of time in this <laughs> You see, firstly the repression. So firstly you're repressed, you're not allowed to talk about sex, right? So that is where your horniness is, is doubled. And then on top of that, uh, there is no open, uh, not, not only talking, but then you cannot speak with women. So that doubles it. And then that's, it, then it comes out on your wife, essentially. Yeah. Why do you think marital rape is still legal? Yeah, true that man. And come to think of it, uh, you know, India as a society has one thing uh, uh, that triggers this all. That the moment you have a child, you're a family man. Mm. Now you're a different man. You know, you're looked at differently by the society. You're looked at differently by your own relatives that, are he's a good man. Mm. He's raising a child. Yeah. And maybe that is also something that has to play, that, that plays on uh, couples to have children, that peer pressure of having children. Yeah, it is. It is basically the f the final step in slavery. You know, once you've once you've reached that, you're the chief slave now. So the first stage is marriage. Correct. Because the society will get you married. They can't see single people around. Right. And if you're not married, they will look at you at different way. Are this guy is not. Uh, it's not not trustable, you know, right. sort of a thing. Once you get married, the whole question is, when are they going to have children? It's almost as if you're not uh, planning for children. Everybody else around you is. Right. They're basically, it's all about trying to tie the person down. Because if you leave them to be independent and creative and w do whatever they want, then they will not listen to you. And then that's, that's bad investment. You know, why have I invested so much in the child? Society has invested in the child. And uh, that is exactly what they don't want. So that is what we are breaking at somewhere. And that is why the people are so angry. Families that go through their internal conflicts, domestic violence, the increase of number of divorces that are happening all across. Children of divorces, what do they go through? I really look at a few children and the kind of suffering that they go through because their parents decided to go through some sort of a, a issue that they couldn't solve. But right. the child has to go through the trauma mm -hmm. all throughout without any of his fault. Yeah, because see, most people don't think uh, when they're actually getting married, right? A like I said, it's, a, it's, a, it's an animal uh, need, right? And uh, it's Or societal a need or almost like... F if you're not married, they are looked at differently. That is, there is a certain age within which you want to get different. Right, right. So in that desperation, obviously in desperation, you will generally make mistakes because people are not trained to act in desperation. And then that's exactly, and then you naturally have a child and then the, chi the child is not raised properly or, you know, raised with thought. 
so there is no thought anywhere and the moment you there is no thought there is bound to be disaster it's just going to get worse and worse and i want to uh, continue to have a conversation on this because i i would really believe that there are a lot of children out there mm -hmm. who go through this who go through watching their parents fight every day at home okay you know may that be domestic violence from one side to the other may that be the father against the mother mother against the father daily uh, fights at home the child really suffers and this is the same child that later on grows up mm -hmm. and has a different view about having children you know what do you, how does this child cope up who has to see their parents fight every day i mean therapy is a good way but <laughs> uh basically this child has to look at life as it is not as you know it, it has been shown to him and try and make the exact opposite in the sense of a lot of children say look no, i'm i'm not going to raise my child this in way. the way yeah in the way that i was raised no you must look at that you suffered right you cannot guarantee that your child is not going to suffer so first don't have a child first just stop the uh, generational trauma and from there therapy talking with friends creating your own community i think that's the only way we can i think it's a, it's 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 an absolute crime that parents put their children through when they uh, going through their own marital problems right. has uh, has involved their child into it also i i've seen it myself in my own life i mean i grew up uh, seeing such uh, uh, such domestic violence at home mm -hmm. a lot of people turn around and say these are the children who grow up to be anti social these are the people these are the kids who grow up to be uh, you know aggressive these are the people these are the children who uh, who have seen life in who become bitter towards life mm -hmm. isn't is is that true it's not necessarily true see it's it's about how you see it how we see it yeah how we as individuals go ahead and take it right. i took it on my stride mm -hmm. i turned out to be all right, right. but a uh, lot of my other friends didn't turn out to be all right man yeah, i mean a lot of kids who get into drugs a lot of kids who get into violence and stuff like that is because they are watching their parents do the same at home mhm mm i mean uh, that is one section within the society that not only the society needs to look into mm -hmm. but there needs to be some sort of a law against regulation it. yes yeah. there needs to be i agree i i've always said that, that that is why i said that there needs to be counseling you know there needs to be some sort of thought but there is zero thought because the moment you put thought most children disappear right most most people are not going to have children and then that's where all of society collapses and they are not ready for that they're not interested in that you know yeah true but we uh, patronize parents we uh, as a society look at parents as uh, flawless yeah parents can never be wrong that's what they told i think uh, manoj bajpai was saying you know ma uh, baap bacche paida karte to unko lagta hai phd kar liya huh? so that is that is so true and it this just means uh, it's like oh it's like uh, we put him in a this of a guru you know oh he has children finish that's it now parents can be wrong all the time <laughs> all the time i i don't understand why they uh, pedestalize parents but it makes sense from a social point of view because once you have you've put him in such a position of slavery that you have to justify that slavery and that's why they pedestalize them okay ye de denge aap kaam karo hamare liye but we'll put you on a pedestal you know that kind of thing yeah because come to think of it if a child's failure or a, a human's failure should be traced back to their parents they should be held responsible for what their ch children turned out to be you can't suddenly then turn around and say that he as an individual went on to become a terrorist mm -hmm. went on to become uh, uh, an anti social person when you 
कैन टेक द क्रेडिट ऑफ योर चाइल्ड बींग एन इंजीनियर और डॉक्टर की मैंने पढ़ा लिखा के उसको यहां तक के पहुंचाया करेक्ट यू शुड बी एबल टू टेक द एग्जैक्ट ऑपोजिट या दे शुड बी पुट अंडर द स्कैनर एब्सोल्युटली एंड पेरेंट्स शुड बी एक्चुअली रिस्पांसिबल टुवर्ड्स व्हाट देयर चिल्ड्रन टर्न्ड आउट टू बी आई एग्री आई एग्री आई हैव ऑलवेज थॉट दैट यू नो द पेरेंट्स ऑफ द द वंस हु डू द मोस्ट हीनियस क्राइम्स शुड बी लुक्ड इनटू एंड पनिश्ड इन सम वे सो दैट दे थिंक ओ यू नो एंड देन दे बिफोर दे टेल समवन एल्स टू हैव किड्स and these same parents are telling others to have kids so if before they tell them they're like okay i had a kid he did something i got punished for it not very harshly but i still did and now i'll think you know what are your situation that is how it should be i've always been an advocate for that yeah yeah no i'm uh, raf i'm having a great conversation on this thing because i'm we're really going down in the smaller nitty gritties of the entire thing um you always said the poor give birth to the most children mm-hmm. and that is the biggest uh, crime that they commit yes. that they themselves when, when could not live a proper life they themselves don't have food to eat but they give birth to children and make them suffer too right is should there be a regulation towards that should that be looked into what kind of education can you give uh, uh, a person who uh, thinks that giving birth to a children is just an act and will not be looked at as good bad or ugly you know it is not looked at it is not punished or it is not regulated or it is not looked into at all it just oh there are kids now when you start doing that as a society then people will think oh okay now i have to have a, i have a child there is a responsibility because see people only think when there is a major loss okay and there's an immediate loss so when you are buying a car right there's an immediate loss you're paying 20% up front you're you're thinking acha emi aayega what's happening with a child is you're not do- doing all that you are eventually paying in the long term but then you also look at it as a profit as an asset etc but then when there's regulation that's when the whole game will start to change so if a, if a, like this there should be there sh- definitely should be a parental license in my opinion parental license what a great concept you've just said a parental license before becoming a parent you need to have a parental license correct you you can write uh, any see before you do anything that kills somebody right you're driving a car you need a license you're driving heavy machinery you need a license <laughs> similarly you're you're going to almost you're going to kill a child because see the child is going to be born you don't know the genetic history you don't know anything the child is just being born so what are your qualifications for every other thing there are qualifications you want a uh, you want a government job as a pun you have fourth standard qualification what is the qualification of a parent nothing well said over there raf that parents are the only uh, the only category in the society which doesn't need any qualification is to become a parent exactly. and uske baad what happens next is you're not responsible towards it correct how does um, how does a world look like if you if you reverse the entire situation and we say all right nobody is having children what's going to happen to the world Oof. <laughs> so see i think it will be a better place firstly okay there will be a little bit of suffering in the sense of who's going to man the power stations who's going to you know look after the nuclear reactors or whatever i'm sure we can plan for that there's a concept called degrowth where we learn how to you know live with less as we go ahead so i mean we have such brilliant minds if an economist can plan for growth i'm sure he can plan for degrowth similarly when you're talking about population centers we can easily plan for degrowth okay and now everything is automated somebody somebody was saying on a podcast that for the entire chinese uh, the beijing port or whatever has 10 people the whole port it's that automated so why do we need such people and people are losing jobs like anything so everything is going to be automated anyway and then we can just walk you know like uh, like brothers and sisters into extinction you know together hand in hand 
how does uh, how's your love life raf how did how did that turn out to be pretty intense <laughs> how do you how do you describe this to someone who wants to uh, maybe live a so called regular life with marry children and future see it depends uh, a large number of people are not going to understand it okay so that i have always tried i have people ab- have abused me from across the uh, the globe and some people are supporting etc but as people as awareness grows i think eventually people will understand and they already have understood this especially in the first world countries where there is education all right and a large number of them are not having children i think 50% of most first world countries do not have children the people so it is it's a matter of it's an idea and it's an idea whose time has come my only worry every idea's time comes sort of thing there was a time when maybe natalism was required but there is a it cannot be it cannot continue the way it is because every time every era deserves a, a change in a, a approach absolutely everything you you can only do things according to the situation and whatever your objectives and what is our general objective to survive now we are killing our own survival so now now you change according to what is required that's all now well said on to that well said you recently spoke about uh, even the israel palestine uh, war that's going on and the number of children who are losing life over there almost like been used as bait absolutely they are bait in fact there, there was a video where a woman was saying that such a beautiful uh, uh, this that we are having our children so that they can be martyrs and so that they can go to heaven i'm like excuse me excuse me like what is so <laughs> i mean i have so many questions to that so in my opinion the only terrorists are the people who are having children in a war zone mm-hmm. you know and in my opinion all parents but like at least in something as stark as a war zone you must have that you know conscientiousness just don't have it if you ever had to create a creative slogan for promoting child free living what all would be i'll start with one do bacche nahi hai acche sahi hai you had one the one that you started off with yes live life don't give it acha <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a situation and you give us your uh, first reaction like in the film filmo ke andar if the woman looks at uh, her lover and says main tumhare bacche ki maa banne wali hu what would an antinatalist say why <laughs> <laughs> can we drop the idea <laughs> ओके इफ द मदर टर्न्स अराउंड एंड सेज दिस टू एन एंटीनेटलिस्ट चाइल्ड क्या इसी दिन के लिए तुझे पाल पोस कर बड़ा किया था हाँ बिल्कुल और मे बी वन वुड टर्न अराउंड से हाँ पर उसमें मेरा कॉन्सेंट कहाँ लिया था करेक्ट ओके सो राफेल बिफोर आई लेट यू गो ऑल दो यूव सेड लॉर्ड ऑफ थिंग्स वंडरफुल थिंग्स बट इफ आई आस्क यू वॉट्स योर मंत्रा इन लाइफ वॉट वुड यू से don't save lives uh save people from life <laughs> that's my that's what i preach that's what i want you've been like for example if i ask you for you to be able to give us this message mm-hmm. you are a living being you've been given life would you like to turn around and say that you're using this life mm-hmm. to its fullest by giving out the message to like this i think so you I love life do you love your life I love my life I don't love life but I love my life yes uh-huh. mm-hmm. coming from conversations but which you do which should actually make anybody feel that yaar main zinda kyun hu you seem to be full of life as a person <laughs> that's exactly the irony because i say okay it's it's kind of an absurdism you know you're here why not enjoy it 
Why not? And why not enjoy this podcast? Thank Absolutely. you so much, Rafael Samuel Urf Nihilanand, who's come uh, to this planet Earth to give us a message. And uh, prophets are always misunderstood. I hope this one makes his point across. Thank you so much, Thank my dear friend, so for much. coming across. Yes. Cheers.